Welcome to Witchcrafted. I'm Amy Cheek. And I'm Joshua Lancaster. And today is Crimes and Conspiracies. Do, 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 We, we're going to work on the intro and stuff for this one. We just haven't gotten there yet because life has been crazy. You're going to hear me adjust my mic. We have been super chaotically busy the last (sighs) couple weeks, actually. Yeah. Lots of Yeah, there's, there's a lot of announcements. Yeah. Yeah. So still got tons of merch in the store. Um, so please go to Redbubble, check out that. You can get it to it from uh, witchcraftedpodcast.com. Uh, just click on the store and it takes you right to our Redbubble where you can go ahead and get some merch. We're also going to be adding some of my drag personas merch as soon as I get that back. The person I reached out to, they have a month delay because her stuff is super popular. Um, and then I have your niece working on something. Mm-hmm. Um we, we have a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Uh, I just started my drag career back with uh, the name Witchcrafted, all one word. Um, you can find those pictures on our uh, f- Facebook page because we'll upload some of my photos from the show. Um, I think it went well for my first time in four or five years coming back to drag. It was awesome. So I yeah. enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I'm, I'm a bit partial though, since I, you know, sponsored you and everything. Mm, Sponsors. (laughs) Um, no, I think it went really good. Honestly, it was better than I expected for your first time back. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, no, no. That's understandable. I mean, it's been years and this is a total flip from what I did, Three, four years ago, I'm going from a very strict pageant female persona to a very, like, gothic emo clown. Androgynous androgynous clown. Don't forget. Androgynous clown. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think what shocked people is I think they thought when I did the second, my second performance and I did the reveal, I think they thought it was going to be like a male suit underneath. Right. And the fact that I had like a full female netted body was like, what is that? So that was face. fun for me. Yeah. And a man face. Yeah. So full beard, man face, woman's body underneath. It was, it was ridiculous. But, um, and then literally two days after that, I didn't even get to like bask in the glory of it because Nicholas, Ca- uh, Nicholas cages. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas's Kate, Kate. I said cage again. Nicholas's case, case with an S. Uh, came up, so I had to go to Nashville to take care of that situation. Um, and I know people were like, oh, well, what happened? Well, he decided to plead not guilty, which is on the records. You can pull this up anywhere. Uh, he pled not guilty, so now it has to go to the attorney general, and then they're going to decide on the case from there. Um, I do know that the owners of the bar are going for felony charges, but that's all I'm going to tell Yeah, um, because the case is still open. But yes, I mean, you can pull this stuff up online. It's everywhere. Yes, he is going to go for uh, a felony. And then, of course, it's going to the attorney general. So they get to make all the decisions from there. But I had to sit in a courtroom for literally, literally four hours for no reason at all. Um, So it was very gross. Um, He was held in contempt one time because he didn't show up on time, which is also in the records. I checked. Um, so that's really funny because he didn't show up. So we were like, oh, he's not going to show up. They're just going to arrest him and go from there. But, you know, the judge that's there, one, loved her. Very fierce. Loved her to death. Not going to mention her name, but she was great. Um, but she just kind of like nailed people to the wall. Like, what do you mean you don't have a car? What do you mean you can't get there? 
you can go get cocaine. <laughs> so if you can go get cocaine, then you can obviously go do that. Right. Uh, what do you mean you have kids? Obviously you shouldn't be doing drugs. So it was a lot of that. And it was, it's not funny, but it was just one of those moments where I sat there going, I'm worried about the intelligence of the world. Right. Watching this. So that was a moment. Um, and then we've also another great piece of news. Amy has great news. The best news out of all this. I know my drag <laughs> is fantastic, but Amy's got the coolest news in the entire world. And I'm so proud of her. So I'll let you tell your own news. Um, yeah. Me and my husband are buying a house. So. Yay. I'll put the applause on um, okay. We close on May the 18th, as long as everything goes according to plan. It's a colonial revival home built in 1941. It's all been redone on the inside. I'm in love with it. Um, I can't wait to get in there and get my grubby little hands on it and do all the things to it. Uh, decorating. If and- you do not let me fix this house, <laughs> I will lose my marbles. <laughs> If you don't let me gut out this house and make it my own, I'll go insane and I'll take you with me. But yeah, <laughs> great. Line. That's pretty much what's going to happen. Um, and I'm really jazzed about it. I've got my registry up on Amazon because all my family is elsewhere. So, but- oh, so we're going to also include that in the show notes. Uh, so make sure to check the show notes if you would like to buy me something. It's in the show notes. Click on it. Send her something small. There's some cheapy stuff on there. There's expensive stuff, too. Yeah. Because that's what you do when you make a registry, people. Yeah. You put I, expensive ooh. stuff on there, too. I spent, like, a good solid two weeks working on that and trying to do, you know, things that I wanted to buy for myself just so I have my list, you know, and Then my mom messaged me and was like, why do you have expensive stuff on there? And I'm like, it's a whole dining room table set. It's like nine pieces. What? Well, and it's a shopping list. Like, that's what the whole thing is. is It's a shopping list for you to grab from later as well, because that's what they were originally made for. Yeah. Um, They were shopping lists that people would get so that, you know, people could choose what they wanted to buy. And then later on, you can look at the list and be like, I got all this cool stuff. You know what? I want to go ahead and get my dining room table because I made so much money t- this month or whatever, you know. Right. That's the whole reason for it. That, so That's just, uh, ugh. It's just been a nightmare doing all that. But we've got all the paperwork is done. Um, we had to do like this homeowner's course through the state of North Carolina, which was fun. I aced it. Of course. Of course you did. Um, <laughs> the studying queen herself. <laughs> and so all that's done. It's all being sent off to the state for some other paperwork. And everything should be on track to close in 18 days. And then I've got yeah. to turn in a notice to the apartment, which is stressing me out. But Tim's going to handle that. So, blah. <laughs> Thank you, hubby. That's yeah. why we we marry people. <laughs> not me. Not marrying anybody else. We're done. No, I'm not. I mean, maybe you could, so I could finally be a maid of honor in one of your weddings. Just saying. Oh, don't say that. Oh no, this is not. My day is not about you, Amy. Uh, um, it totally, definitely is. It um, totally is. When I get re uh, remarried, renew my vows. You renew your vows. Renew my yeah. vows. Then you're gonna. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do like an actual wedding thing, though. I just want to do like a big ass reception. 
How dare you take this away from me? This is my moment. I'll let to you plan shine. the big ass reception. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll do. We'll it. do a vow renewal with just like three people, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I beat out the other two bitches. No, uh, that's true. Um, <laughs> what are we doing this week? We are doing. Wait, do we have any more now? Um, I, I literally think that that's it. We are kind of catching up and I do apologize. Um, that is on me. I take full responsibility because I just, I could not do the show and do this at the same time. It was just so much because this was like coming back and trying to make sure I had all my like mental stuff in the box that I needed to, um, to get ready for the show. So we're going to be playing a little bit of catch up, but we are getting there. So, you know, be patient with us, please. Be patient. We got this. We got this. We have like um, 40 other episodes you can listen to. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you golden. miss our voices that much. Yeah. Don't cry back. for me, Argentina. It's fine. <laughs> um, but no, we're, we're getting back on track. We're doing really well. Um, but I don't really have any more announcements. Just make sure that just before we get started, guys, we really need ratings and reviews on on Apple um, it, I almost said Amazon on <laughs> Apple. It's super important because what happens when you rate and review us and give us a five star, it puts us higher on the list of where our categories are. Um, and sadly there's not one for like witchcraft and weird stuff like that, sadly. So, you know, got to do what we got to do, but, um, we just kind of need to bump up a little bit higher. You know, we want to grow the podcast. The bigger the podcast gets, the more we can do, the more merch we can release, uh, maybe even move over to Patreon for little snippets there um, as well. So, you know, just, just helping us out. Oh, and I'm going, uh, another announcement. Oh, I have a show on the 21st of May, uh, same group. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going to go see Dragula on May 11th, and I'm stupid excited because they've also added special guests uh, to the U.S. shows. Yeah. So Priscilla Chambers, who's from North Carolina, by the way. Oh. Um, yeah, she's going to be there. She was in the top three for season three, which she was never going to beat Land Insider. Right. No tea, no shade, sis. But um, she ended up uh, losing to Land Insider. But afterwards, she transitioned. So oh. she went from male to female. And I was like... Good for you, sis. Good for you. That's awesome. Yep. So super. I just got so into because I never watched Resurrection because it's it's kind of weird um, because they had to like film it from home due to the COVID situation. Mm, okay. um, so it was it was a little bit weird, but I watched it because I was like, I want to see how well Saint did. Um, and they did really well. But then Priscilla was in it as she's transitioned. So it, it was so cool to see this side of her. She felt more comfortable. Um, in her skin and was super happy. So I was, I'm super excited because I not only get to see the Boulay brothers, the top four from season four, but I also get to see Priscilla Chambers. So I'm just like, this is totally worth every dollar that my mom spent for my birthday present. <laughs> so totally down. And of course, mom on her little hover round was the cutest thing. Oh my gosh. That was so cute. I'm including that in the poster because it is the <laughs> most adorable thing. In the entire world. My aunt and them, they were going to some kind of fair yeah. uh, and rented mom a little hover round um, so she wouldn't have to walk, which I I Aww. appreciate that. Yeah. Because um, she loves going out, but she gets tired easily. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they were like kind enough to just buy her a little hover round, it was so cute. And I was like, she's going to hit people and she's not going <laughs> to care. Well, uh, like, 
If if you guys don't, if you guys haven't listened to the earlier episode with Josh's mom, Dorita, it is on here. In the past episode, what we did that two episodes ago. Yeah, I think three so, yeah. three Somewhere episodes ago, three episodes ago, I think. Brain, um, but <laughs> it's with Dorita Duggan. Um, Josh's mom had a stroke. Well, several yeah. several strokes. <laughs> um, yeah. So she has a cane. So that's why this is a big deal um, that they got her a little hover around so she could get out of the house. That's so fun for her. And she yeah. definitely would try to knock people over like dominoes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she doesn't play. no. Uh, do you know my mother? <laughs> I do. Do you know my mother? I do. Uh, even better <sighs> now that we had the interview with her. Um, all yeah, right. Exactly. So we've spent like 15 minutes just bullshitting. So let's Goofing get off. into the nitty gritty. Um, and so before we begin, Amy actually was like, I really want to do the crime this time. Yeah. Like, this is what I want to do. And I was like, all right, saddle us up. You do the crime. I'll do the conspiracy. So I don't know what she chose. <laughs> have no idea what's happening. She doesn't know my conspiracy either because we've kind of kept it quiet. So I'm, I'm stupid excited because Amy really, really loves serial killers. Not what they do, but studying them. So I'm excited to see what out of all the cases you could pull out of your behind Ew. that you picked. Oh. I'm super excited. Well, yeah, I like the psychology behind serial killers and mass murderers and stuff. I'm like, why does your brain do the thing? Um, so I do read a lot about them. So this story, I actually saw a tidbit of it on TikTok and I was like, wow, that's really messed up. I want to cover that for the podcast for our next crimes and conspiracies, which just so happened to be this week. Um, yeah. So I didn't know before I got into it that there was actually a docu-series done on this case. So when I was trying to research it, of course, I had to like pare down my resources and everything, trying to not find the television version of what happened. Um, right, exactly. So I had to pull from a bunch of stories, but I titled it the same as the series is called. So it it's called The Lost Boys of Bucks County. Have you heard of it? I feel like I've heard this, but I don't know anything about it. Okay. Because uh, I don't remember ever studying this. All right. So uh, I know y'all did my one last time on the Wardcaster files. So <laughs> I wanted to hit you with something you didn't know. So my sources are Wikipedia, of course, uh, articles okay. on ABC News website, NBC News website, CNN, and um, I watched the YouTube videos of the confession. So that is available on YouTube if anybody's interested after I tell the story. All right. <laughs> Buckle up, bucko. Okay. Um, so on July 5th, 2017, so we're recent. Okay. 19-year-old Jimmy Patrick left his house around 6 p.m. and told his grandparents that he was going out with his friends. After not hearing from him for several hours, they began to worry and called the police. The police told them to wait for 24 hours before filing a missing persons report. I mean, he's 19. You know, he's an adult. Um, right. So Jimmy did not show up for work the next day, and then they were like, oh, shit, something's wrong, and they reported him as a missing person. Okay? Two days later, 
On July 7th, 2017, 19-year-old Dean Finicaro told his parents he was going out with friends and did not return. The parents didn't receive any calls or text messages from their child, and they started digging through Facebook, trying to find, like, who could he be with? Like, what's going on? Um, but they, the next day, he didn't show up for work either and was reported missing as well. Okay. Okay. That same night on July 7th in 2017, 22-year-old Mark Sturgis tells his father he's going to go meet up with his good friend and co-worker, 21-year-old Thomas Mayo. They also okay. did not show up for work the next day, and all of the calls that were made to them went straight to voicemail. Both of those men worked for Mark's father at his construction company. So they met at work, became really good friends, were hanging out all the time. Dad knew him, so no need to worry, right? Like, right. he works for me. So what do all four of these men have in common? <laughs> On the night of their disappearances, they were going to meet 20-year-old Cosmo DiNardo, son of a wealthy construction, bleh, sorry, construction company <laughs> owner in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. July 5th, after leaving his home with DiNardo, Jimmy Patrick, the first victim, spoiler alert, went to Cosmo DiNardo's family's 90-acre farm in Solberry Township under the pretense of buying four pounds of marijuana from DiNardo for eight grand. Okay? $8,000. Okay. When Jimmy only had 800 of the 8000 Cosmo said, no problem, I'll sell you this shotgun, and handed him the shotgun. <sighs> okay. <laughs> then as Jimmy goes to, you know, test it and shoot it, Donardo shot him in the back. Okay. So After shooting Jimmy in the back several times, killing him, uh, he took one of his family-owned backhoes, because it was a construction company. They used this farm with all the things, so they had a giant construction backhoe. Uh, he drove it from one side of the farm to the other, dug a six-foot hole, and buried Jimmy Patrick with the backhoe in that hole. Okay. According to DiNardo's videotaped confession... He also burned the $800 because, quote-unquote, it wasn't about the money. <laughs> okay. Right? On, right. Ju on July 7th, Donardo set up a meeting with the second victim, Dean Finicchiaro. So, that's an Italian name, so if I mispronounce it, please yell at me <laughs> nicely, because I'll cry. Um <laughs> Uh, so he set up a meeting with Dean to sell him a quarter pound of marijuana for $700. Then Cosmo went and picked up his second cousin, Sean Kratz. So he set up this meeting. Hey, man, I'm going to sell you this QP. And then he went and picked up his cousin. After picking up his cousin, the two of them devised a plan to rob Dean They'll meet Dean at the farm. Sean will drive him into the woods on an ATV and rob him, right? Okay. Well, Sean chickened out 
and failed to carry out that plan of robbing Dean. So he brought Dean back to the farm from the woods. He took him out on the ATV and everything. And I don't know what happened during that time. Um, But he brought Dean back to the farm and both of the men, Sean Kratz and Cosmo DiNardo, shot Dean several times, even after they had already confirmed he was dead. So like, Cosmo said, and like, yeah, I shot him, and his brains were everywhere, and I continued to keep shooting him. Then they wrapped his body in a tarp and shoved him in an oil tank that had been converted into a pig roaster. Oh, no. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, like one of those big oil tanks, and, you know, people in the South do it all the time. They convert these, you know, contraptions to roast whole whole hogs in. Like that. So they shoved his body in there and just left. That same night, DiNardo made another plan to meet with Mark Sturgis and Thomas Mayo, victims three and four. Um, Once again, under the pretense of selling them marijuana. Excuse me. Um, They met up with Mayo, him and Kratz. So DiNardo and Kratz met up with uh, Mark Sturgis and Thomas Mayo and they, the Mark and Thomas followed DiNardo to his family's home, not the farm, the home. Um, okay. They got to the home and both the boys got into DiNardo's truck to go to the farmland, you know, because that's where he keeps his supposed marijuana, right? Right. Because um, it's just like dilapidated. There's no, it's kind of like a, family fun summertime they go out there and camp type situation so it's not like a cultural farmland it's just 90 acres of dirt roads and atv paths and stuff like that um so once they get there the two men exit the truck and cosmo shoots thomas mayo and he falls to the ground screaming mark sturgis freaks out and runs away then Cosmo proceeds to empty the rest of the clip into Sturgis, killing him as he's running away. Um, Thomas Mayo, who had been shot in the spine, tries to crawl away from that because he, you know, obviously just saw what happened to his friend. And it starts screaming that he can't feel his legs and starts to crawl away from the situation. Donardo, who was out of ammunition from shooting Sturgis until he was done, got into the backhoe and ran over Thomas Mayo, crushing him to death. Okay. Yeah. Which I think is the most messed up. Can you imagine this? He just been shot in the spine, can't feel his legs, saw what happened to his friend, and then has to watch this slow ass backhoe. As it runs over him. Yeah, that would be... It, that literally choked me up, because that's slow death. Yeah. Like, that's... Ugh. Yeah. No, thank you. So then, Donardo uses the backhoe to pick up both the men's bodies, put them into the same pig roaster as the previous victim, Dean, lit the oil tank on fire with gasoline and matches, and left it burning there. Uh, then Cosmo and Sean his cousin leave for the night and go get Philly cheesesteaks and leave the body. I, how could you, 
how could you even eat after that? Yeah. Like. Right. Uh, especially cheese. <laughs> Josh hates cheese. That's what that was about. I hate cheese. I hate cheese. <clears throat> all right. So the next day, after all this has gone down, both Donardo and Kratz returned to the family farm and dug a 12 and a half foot hole in the ground with that same backhoe about half a mile away from Dean's body, the first victim's body. They buried okay. the pig roaster containing the charred remains of Dean, Mark, and Thomas. That evening, Donardo sets up sets a meeting up to with another friend to sell him a car for $500. Uh, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Right. Um, so every, the, you know, the men have been reported missing every, everything. They're coming through evidence to see if they can find like traffic light, you know, the pictures that the traffic lights take anything. Um, and they located Mark Sturgis's vehicle after, after he was reported missing less than two miles from the farm where the men were murdered. Later, the investigators located Mayo's vehicle at the DiNardo family home with the keys and the title hanging on the wall in the garage. Okay. And it had not been signed over by Thomas Mayo because, you know, when you have when you sell a car, you have to sign the title over to who's buying it. Right. That was the right. car he was trying to sell was Thomas's car. Um. Thomas was also a type one diabetic and his diabetes kit, his insulin pump and blood sugar monitor were still in the car when the police found it. Okay. So the family obviously was like, he wouldn't be without that. That's sus. Um, so then on Monday, July 10th, the police moved their focus to the family farm farmland. I cannot talk today. Excuse me. Family farmland yeah. and arrested DiNardo on an unrelated weapons charge from earlier in the year. Even okay. after 30 run-ins with the police, DiNardo had never been charged with a crime before. On that unrelated... Okay. I know, Sorry. right? The it's, brain turned off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, even after all this, um, he'd never been charged with a crime before. And his father posted his bail on this unrelated weapons charge that day, which was set at 10% of $1 million. Oh, my God. Right. So, he goes, he gets arrested for this unrelated weapons charge. Why does this man have access to guns? Um, and his 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 dad just posts his bail, like whatever. Obviously, they were very wealthy. Um, right. Two days later, on July twelfth, Donardo is arrested again on charges for stealing Mayo's car. So they arrested him for Thomas Mayo's car, and his bail was then set for five million dollars cash. No bond. Okay. Okay. At midnight on Thursday, July 13th, the de lead detective announces that human remains were found at the farm, among them Dean Finicchiaro. Later that evening, Cosmo DiNardo's attorney 
announced that Cosmo had confessed to quote unquote, participating in or committing the murders of all four men. He get, uh, okay. Right. <clears throat> he, so they had found where the three were buried in the oil tank. Right. Um, mm. But they hadn't found Jimmy Patrick's body yet at that point. And he gave them the location of Jimmy Patrick's body in exchange for the DA taking the death penalty off the table. Okay. And he, he sung like a bird. Like, after they arrested him and got him in there. You can you can watch it on YouTube. Like, he just talks about it. Just like, yep, this is what happened. This is what I did. Blah, 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 blah. With his attorney there. So. um, So, Friday, July 14th, Cosmo's cousin, Sean Kratz, was arrested in relation to the murders as well. Both men were arraigned and charged with criminal homicide and subsequently denied bail, obviously. Donato was charged with four counts of criminal homicide, conspiracy to commit homicide, abuse of a corpse, and 12 other related charges. Sean Kratz was charged with three counts of criminal homicide, conspiracy to commit criminal homicide, abuse of a corpse, and two other charges. Uh, Kratz also had a laundry list of previous charges, unlike Donardo did. So he had been arrested for like petty theft, you know, drugs, everything else. So they were like, yeah, he did it. Um, yeah. So that's, that's that. Like they confess, blah, blah, blah. Okay. They say what happened. Um, they went to court, on May 16th, 2018, so almost a year after the murders took place. Donardo, That's pretty quick. Right? Um, Donardo pled guilty to four counts of murder and was sent- sentenced to four consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole at the age of 21. Wow. Yeah. Later that day, Kratz, also age 21, rejected his plea deal of 118 years without the possibility of parole after or with the possibility of parole after serving 59 years and was scheduled for a trial. So they had this deal set up with the DA and at the last minute Kratz was like, nope, I don't want to do that and wanted to take it to trial instead. Okay. So in November of 2019, Kratz was convicted of So after trial, Kratz was convicted of first and second degree murder in the death of Dean Finicchiaro and voluntary manslaughter in the deaths of Thomas Mayo and Mark Sturgis. He was later sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Good. Yeah. So what was the possible motive behind these gruesome murders? Right? Like none of this adds up. (laughs) Why? Over, Over weed? That's silly. Um, Yeah, that doesn't sound right. So uh, Cosmo never really gave a motive behind it. Um, He stated that he was paranoid, that he was getting the metaphorical wool pulled over his eyes during those drug deals, which he confessed that he didn't even have the amount of weed that the boys were supposed to be buying. So you, but. Yeah. That means that you tricked them from the beginning. Correct. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Like he said on tape, like, yeah, I didn't even have that much. 
he was the middle, apparently he was the middleman, but he didn't have what those boys were trying to buy. So, and marijuana, really? You murdered four people over weed? I'm sorry. Um, So he was paranoid about that. Other than that, he was very matter of fact during his confession, showing little remorse or sympathy or empathy towards the atrocious crimes he had committed or those that he had hurt. At one point, he said, quote unquote, because I could. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- that That's what got me. I was like, he doesn't give a shit. Like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't care at all. Um, Cosmo's mother states that her son has had a slew of mental health problems after an ATV accident on the farm that caused him to have a severe brain injury and to be wheelchair bound for several months. So this was like a year before the murders happened. Um, Apparently, according to her, he was a straight A student and, um, you know, football player takes groceries in the house for old ladies, that type of guy. He had this accident and then he changed into a totally different person, which I don't think is completely untrue. Like we do know through research that a, a traumatic brain injury TBI can majorly affect people's mental health. Um, But apparently like he broke up with his girlfriend too, and then started getting depressed and all that stuff. Um, She states that after the ATV accident, he began having violent outbursts, hallucinations, paranoid delusions. He stopped eating because he was afraid that his mother was poisoning him. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. Uh, He was treated and institutionalized in 10 psychiatric facilities from like the time he was 16 to the time of the murders. So like five years and put into not just like, Oh, he's going to get, no, he was in checked in. Um, his mother also stated that she was concerned that Cosmo was going to kill her. And that's a quote. Um, He was treated for bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, and schizoaffective disorder, and was actively in treatment at the time of the murders. Oh, okay. (laughs) Right? In fact, the day after he murdered the first victim, Jimmy Patrick, he rode with his mother to a psychiatric visit with his doctor, where the doctor claimed he was showing signs of improvement and lowered his medication. Why why would you lower someone's medication? I guess he was very manipulative and was, you know, telling the doctor what the doctor wanted to hear and was getting his way. Um, There's also several pictures of this man on the internet when you google him like on social media holding a gun like posing with a gun pointed at the camera and stuff it's very creepy looking and that stuff normally doesn't bother me but i'm like ooh. um so because of the all all that uh the mother 
filed a civil suit for malpractice against that doctor, stating that if he had treated Cosmo effectively, he would not have murdered those boys. And quote unquote, her son died a year before any of those boys did. Um, and upon further research, the judge threw that case out in entirely in January of this year. The malpractice I mean, suit. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, I get where everybody's coming from in this scenario when it comes to who's to blame for the murders. Right. But I mean, he still did it. Yeah. If he, you can recognize when your medication is not working. I mean, not a hundred percent, but you do have moments of clarity. Right. Because I've had that with my medication. Yeah. You have tiny peaks of clarity where you can reach out to. Yeah. And there was plenty of time for that to be fixed. Right. So after all this is said and done, of course the mom is going to take her son's side. I understand that, but he still murdered four people in cold blood with no, the only thing he apologized for was that he, he really only apologized that he got caught. Like there was no like, real emotion behind him saying that he was sorry for murdering them. You know what I mean? So right. Exactly. The families of all four of the victims have all filed civil suits against the parents of Cosmo DiNardo demanding that they be held culpable in the murders. The lawsuits argue. So there's one for one victim and then the three are together. And so there's two separate civil suits, one with one and one with the other three. Um, right. But the one filed first and then the three were like, that's a good idea. Let's get in on that because definitely they are responsible in some way, shape or form. Um, the lawsuits, the civil suits filed argue that the Donardo family were aware of their son's extensive mental health issues, that he was a danger to himself and others with an extremely violent past, including to his own parents, but they did not hinder his access to firearms kept in or around the property. The lawsuits include, okay. right? The lawsuits include negligence and wrongful death claims against Donardo's parents. And the last update I was able to find on that was uh, from May of 2020 that the judge had ruled that those were all valid and that they were able to continue with those uh, lawsuits. So that is the really messed up story that I found on the Lost Boys of Bucks County. Um, there is a docuseries. If you Google the Lost Boys of Bucks County, there is a true crime docuseries on this case. I didn't watch it because I wanted to get like the actual facts of the matter. But yeah. Right. What you no, think? I, that's, that is a crazy story. And I'm sorry, like the whole blaming the doctor for taking him off of his medications, the doctor had to have seen something that told him to do so. Yeah. He had to have seen something that said, Hey, this, this needs to be reduced because if you're overdoing it, it can also cause problems. Right. And those, um, those three, um, disorders all have very similar comorbidities. So bipolar disorder, yeah. schizophrenia and schizoaffective disorder, um, 
they're all, if you look at it on a Venn diagram, they all have overlapping symptoms as well. So if they started treating him for a major depressive disorder and then switched it to bipolar disorder, those medications are completely different, you know? So I'm not a doctor. I don't know what he was thinking. I do know that in those type of situations, you can, if you're just seeing a psychiatrist once a month, you can lie to him and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything's getting better. You know, especially if he was having delusions of grandeur where he was like, yeah, I'm great. You know, I'm doing so good. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I I would think if he was still living with his parents that his mom was there with him and could have spoken up for him instead of blaming the doctor. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that just kind of doesn't make sense. No. Um. You know, we we constantly blame doctors for every single thing that goes wrong with us, but the doctors only have the information that's provided to them. Right. If you don't give them all the information, then they sit back thinking, okay, well, I did what I was supposed to. Right. Also, people seem to forget that doctors are not miracle workers. That's why doctors are known for having practices, because it is literally them practicing medicine. There's no guarantee with anything that's provided, because that's why they call it practice instead of Oh, cure for all. Go here. Like, that's not how it works. Right. And and that's why they usually have other doctors within that practice to bounce things off of. And like I said, this was not the first doctor that this person had seen. You know, he'd been admitted to 10 psychiatric facilities. He had had a slew of psychiatrists. I mean, what else... I don't know. I don't blame the doctor at all in this situation. I blame the parents. He shouldn't have had the means to do what he did. You know? Yeah. It's just, it seems like a lot of people were in the wrong in this situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think that they both, I, I think that they deserve to be in jail. Yeah. Like there's not a question that they deserve to be in jail. Um, or at so, least yeah. at least pay out, excuse me, at least pay out in the wrongful death suits. Um, you know, the, I know that sounds shitty because, like, obviously money doesn't replace a human life that you lost. But, right. like, they deserve some sort of compensation. The families deserve some sort of compensation. I mean, his interview was honestly bone chilling. And I don't get weird vibes from true crime cases usually but this one was like it made me feel icky after listening to his confession and everything i was like "Mm, don't like that but yeah uh it was really fucked up and it was just really messed up i i don't even my brain still hasn't completely wrapped around it and i've been reading about it for like the last week so that is my story. Yeah. Well, that's the crime. And I have the conspiracy. I swear, if I get any type of dirty letter or <laughs> anything saying, this is totally real, don't listen to this podcast. Don't listen to this podcast. Listen I to stand this podcast firm on this conspiracy. And we can tell you you're wrong. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. 
I can't believe I'm about to say this. Do not take this out of context, anybody. This phrase, do not take it out of context. I'm taking it. I cannot believe that people actually try to say that the Jewish people did not die during the whole Holocaust situation. What? Yes. You know that's a thing, right? I know there's Holocaust deniers, but... No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, despite overwhelming evidence and admission and apologies from the uh, from Germans decades ago, revisionists continue to claim that nearly 6 million Jews were not killed by Nazis during the Holocaust. What? The, so... I know th- there's people this, who uh, say the Holocaust didn't happen. Which, to yeah. that I say, you are a dumbass. But, what did they... Th- Go on. What did they think happened? <laughs> okay, so, an Iranian president... Uh, I'm not going to say his name, because I'm going to say it completely wrong. I know it's Mohammed, and then the last name... I'm not going to even try it. starts with an A. Mm. Um, he says that the Holocaust is a myth and suggested that Germany and other European countries, rather than uh, Palestine, provided land for the Jewish state. Okay. Okay, so he, uh, he, is, he is taking this back to the Holy War times? Yes. Ew. Yeah. Most revisionists do not deny that G- Jews were, uh, you know, put in prison camps during World War II, but rather that they argue that the number of deaths was greatly exaggerated. Gas chambers are particularly uh, a striking point. Uh, They're saying that the Holocaust deniers uh, say that they were purely a rumor or if they indeed existed, were not powerful enough to kill people, though evidence in history indicates something otherwise. And the photographs um, of the Jewish people dying are, quote-unquote, all those photos of skinny people and bodies stacked, uh, you know, the cadavers stacked up, uh, were completely fabricated, uh, that the camps really didn't have any of that stuff inside of them. Mm. Yeah. So they're saying that, I, I think what they're trying to break it down to is that Germany paid people to say that it was worse than what it really was. Um, but I don't see that being true. Why would, why, why would they even do that? Germany's name is still tarnished because of the atrocities of, during the Holocaust. Like Exactly. What? And I'm sorry, but I am of the very sound mind to say... Uh, that if you chop off a Nazi's arm, he has one less hand to do Nazi shit with. If I hear somebody saying this in real life, I'm I'm decking them. I don't care. I'll take yeah. the assault charge. I will punch you in the face. <laughs> what is the actual fuck? They really yeah. It's mm. <laughs> why you do this. It's now I'm angry. It's. <laughs> But it's a thing like this is there are literal people out there that 100 percent believe that the numbers are faked. Yes, the numbers could be wrong. I I can agree with that. The numbers 
could be wrong because a lot of people were not logged in properly, like families. Right. But if that's the case, there's technically more. There's than still 6 people alive who were in those camps. Yeah. I follow it them on TikTok. Like, yeah. There's still people alive who have the tattoos on them. Like, ugh, I could go on for days. But no, like, yes, okay, it was, maybe it wasn't <laughs> 6 million Jews, but the vast majority of them were Jewish. And right. th- there were people with autism, special needs, uh, people in wheelchairs, twins. I mean, God, there's so much evidence. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so crazy that and it's uh, not one, people think million. the Holocaust was like, yeah. It's over I mean, people think the Holocaust <laughs> was Yeah, it, I mean, that's that's where my thing is. It's like, you're right. It wasn't 6 million. It's million. more than 6 million. I, it's more than 6 million. Good grief. It's it, it is so entertaining to me on a, such a level of the stupidity of where conspiracies come from. That's why we call this crimes and conspiracies. Cause we tell you an absolute terrible crime. And then I find a conspiracy that literally blows my mind. Um, some of them I'm like, Oh, this could be true. But then a lot of them are just like, there's no way that this is real. Like, and this is one of those, like there is so much evidence proving that millions of people died during the Holocaust. Um, so how can you even try to say that these aren't true? Also, we didn't have Photoshop back then. So no. how would they have doctored these photos? They just got everybody to lay on top of each other and pretend to be dead. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But it, it's a conspiracy theory that I find so interesting is how do you possibly make your brain turn off to the point of thinking that this is real? They must be permanently exhausted for the amount of mental gymnastics they're having to do <laughs> for that to even fucking make sense in their tiny little pea brains. That's Ooh. what I'm saying. It it literally doesn't make any sense to me that you think that you you got something from this. Like right. you really think that you got something from this. It's just it's such a crazy thought process to think that people believe that Oh, well, six people, uh, six million people didn't die. Uh, where, where are your facts? Where are your facts? Oh, well, they made up names. Okay. They can't make up these mass graves that have skeletons in them by now, you know, and uh, there are still people that are missing to this day that they still haven't found that are connected to this. Right. Um. So the numbers are still, the, the numbers will forever be wrong. Yeah. Like the numbers will not be right, but they only go up, not down. That's Correct. not how math works. <laughs> it's not like they're going to go look up a skull and be like, oh, this one's made of plastic. Oh, that's not it. Like, that's not how this happens. So for you to have the the caucasity to try to say that Jewish people were not murdered and that this this whole situation didn't happen, you've got to be out of your mind. Right. Like... It's these are the same people that think that Trump is coming back in 2024. Like Ooh, or that John F Kennedy is still the vice president. Trump Trump I will is the slap president. This microphone out of my own. I'm mouth. not kidding. Uh like, over it. Yeah, the JFK assassination didn't happen. He's actually alive and he is John F or he is Trump's vice president. Hang on. I'm going to y'all might hear some tapping. 
So give me a second. I got to pull this up. When was JFK born? In in 1917. So let's see. Be over a hundred years old. So the uh, the at the ripe old age of a hundred and five, John F. Kennedy <laughs> is Donald Trump's vice president. Everybody, what in? <sighs> I really am gonna have to take a shower after this because I feel gross. This, but I hate people. Not not you guys. There's the <laughs> what? There's so much evidence. Yeah, I just literally heard an explosion outside of our well apartment. Maybe that's your Nazi neighbor. Maybe, maybe I do <gasps> have a Nazi neighbor. He does have a Nazi neighbor. I do. He carved actually, by, carved swastikas into his Halloween pumpkins last year. Yeah, until yeah. Josh reported it. Did you smash those pumpkins? <laughs> Sorry, no, they were gone before pumpkins. Sorry. Uh, that was a really no, bad I did fun. not I did not even <laughs> I didn't even get the chance to smash those pumpkins because <laughs> he had already uh, smashed them pumpkins. Ooh. Uh no, I didn't have time to do that before. Uh yeah. Yeah. I just I just mm, Yeah, I, I would have lost my shit. Oh. Oh. It took everything because of the fact that I didn't technically I'm not I'm a co-signer on the lease. I, I'm not technically on the lease. I am now, um, but I wasn't at the time. Right. It just made it more difficult. Somebody is blowing something up, like, or they're Ooh. shooting a giant shotgun. Jesus Christ. Anyways, if there's a murder in this area, I will be reporting it. You're welcome. Anyways, <laughs> but um, no, girl, like the fact that I just, I can't get out. We could sit here for hours having this discussion on why this is so stupid, and but I thought it was one of those... Yeah, I, I just thought it was an. I just thought it was interesting to bring the conversation up because it, it astonishes me that this is something that people they literally hold on to this as you know that this is not real. And I cannot when I tell you this is published everywhere. This mm. uh, Time has reported it. Uh, there's so many people that have covered. The idea of this to the point that it is, it's revolting, but we talk about it because you have to bring light to a situation because people who know that this happened, we we don't pay attention to this. Like, right. it's one of those things that we don't pay attention to, just like your reaction to, you're kidding, right? Like, this isn't a thing. It's because people really believe that, oh, that person's just joking. No, there are, like, groups that are set up scientists and so many other people that are set up to go, okay, this is not real because some people actually believe that none of this ever happened. And it's like, how it's the, there's so many people still missing for me. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Okay. I just threw up my mouth a little bit. Just a little bit. But I mean, we, Moving past all of this terrible conversation that we just recently had. Mm. Um, first of all, thank you guys for being a part of the podcast. We we love you guys so much. Uh, uh, make sure to rate and review us. Of course, if you have an idea for a case or a conspiracy or just something you want us to cover or 
even being a guest on the podcast. Yes. You can go, yes, uh, you can go to witchcraftedpodcast.com. There's a little link under there that allows you to send a message directly to us. We both have access to the box. So if we write something back to you, we'll put uh, who's who's actually sending it back to you. Um, so make sure to contact us if you want to be on the podcast, if you have a story to tell um, or anything that you want us to cover. We would love to cover stuff for you guys. So bring us tons of ideas. Uh, we will continue with the RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 7 uh, reviews. Of course, it has not been published yet. Uh, they The first episode's on the 20th. So we're going to pretty much uh, gather probably about four episodes at a time um, and then review them all at once just because we're going to kind of run through stuff. Uh, to kind of get it done yeah. Uh, instead of doing every single week because that would wear us down and it would annoy you guys. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll make sure to continue to touch on that. And of course, as Amy proceeds with her house and as I proceed with our, my drag career, you guys will get updates. If you want to make uh, art for Witchcrafted, the performer, uh, let me know. I'll send you some pictures and you can do artwork. I would love to see fan work. Or if you want to make that. podcast artwork too, like we'll, yeah, I'll, we'll pay you for your time. Like, yeah, no problem. You know, um, yeah. I was going to say something and I totally just spaced. I was still thinking about the Holocaust <laughs> being fake thing. Um, oh goodness. Yeah. Make sure to leave us a review. Um, Tell us if you hate us, if you have any ideas, if you want to hear more about, if you want us to do more stories, if you want us to talk more about witchcraft, whatever it is, uh, the world is your burrito. Just let us know. Yep. And that's all I got. Okay. Well, with that being said, don't be bitchy. Stay witchy. Bye, guys. Bye. Punch a Nazi. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>